Hola, bienvenidos. Welcome to the Learn Spanish Con Salsa podcast. I'm your host, Tamara Marie. Before we get started with this episode, I have a quick question for you. What are you doing to improve your Spanish this summer? Summer is a time for vacations, for getting away, and you might even be planning on visiting a Spanish-speaking country. So it is the perfect time to improve your conversational skills because let's face it, if you've been learning Spanish for any length of time and you haven't been having regular conversations, you are going to fall behind. So this summer, we are not gonna let you do that. Here at Spanish Con Salsa, we are offering a summer boot camp. This is an eight-week boot camp that will focus on Caribbean Spanish and also Spanish grammar. So we're gonna be looking specifically at the past tense. A lot of people get confused between el imperfecto, el preterito, when do I use which one? And we're also gonna be exploring the Caribbean with Puerto Rican Spanish, Cuban Spanish, and Dominican Spanish. So you will have an opportunity opportunity to improve your Spanish and you'll also be able to attend regular conversation practice sessions facilitated by a native speaker all as a part of our Spanish fluency club this summer so if you are interested go to spanishconsalsa.com slash summer that's spanishconsalsa.com slash summer Registration is open now through Sunday. We have limited spots available. So if you're interested, I encourage you to press pause now before you listen to this episode. Scroll down to the description and click on the link or just go to SpanishConSalsa.com slash summer. Hope to see you in the boot camp. Now let's get started with this week's episode. Hola, ¿cómo estás? Espero que todo esté bien contigo. This is Tamara Marie, host of the Learn Spanish Con Salsa podcast. I wanted to ask you a quick question before we get started with this episode. Do you have trouble hearing and understanding native Spanish speakers? Whether you've been learning Spanish for two weeks or two years, it can be a struggle to really understand the fast pace of Spanish spoken by native speakers. So if that's you, don't worry, I got you. I have developed a method that will help you understand 80% of spoken Spanish in less than 30 minutes. This method will help you improve your ability to hear and understand native Spanish speakers so you can increase your listening comprehension and shed your fear of being afraid to start a conversation. You know, a lot of times we don't want to talk to someone in Spanish because we're afraid that when they talk back, we're not going to understand what they say. So we really need to get after that fear by improving our Spanish listening skills. So if this is something that you're interested in, I'd love to share it with you. I'm providing access to this masterclass absolutely free so that you can learn how to improve your Spanish listening skills. If you want to sign up, just go to SpanishConSalsa.com slash listen. That's SpanishConSalsa.com slash listen. Now, we're only going to have this masterclass available for a limited time, so make sure you sign up today if you want to get access, SpanishConSalsa.com slash listen. Okay, let's get to this episode of the podcast. Bienvenidos. Welcome to the Learn Spanish Con Salsa podcast, the show for Spanish learners that love music, travel, and culture. Close your grammar textbooks, shut down the language apps, and open your ears to how Spanish is spoken in the real world. Let us show you how to go from beginner to bilingual. Here is your host, certified language coach, Tamara Marie. Hola a todos, bienvenidos al episodio 97. 
Welcome to episode 97 of the Learn Spanish Con Salsa podcast. In this week's episode, we're going to get back to one of my favorite things to do on the show, which is to break down the lyrics to one of my favorite salsa songs and teach you some Spanish in the process. So today we're going to look at using the future tense in Spanish, not only the conjugation of the future tense, but we'll also look at some expressions that you might not have realized that you can actually adapt to the future tense um, using this verb form. So we'll talk all about that today with the song Lloraras by Oscar de Leon. And he is an artist from Venezuela. So this is a really fun song also to dance to. Really popular classic salsa song, I believe, from probably the 80s or so. Uh, It's still a great, great song. So again, as always, I will put a link in the show notes page so that you can actually hear the song. Uh, And also something I wanted to let you all know about is that we now have a Spotify playlist of all of the songs that we have featured on the podcast. So if you want to get the Spotify playlist, just go to LearnSpanishConSalsa.com slash Spotify. Or if you're listening to the podcast on Spotify, just do a search for Learn Spanish Con Salsa and you should find our playlist of all of the songs that we featured on the show so far. So we plan to continue to add to that. So make sure you're signed up to it so you can have some amazing music to listen to. All right. So. As you know, we are still in our Conteo Regresivo, our countdown to episode 100 in just a few weeks. I can't believe that we have gotten to 100 episodes. And I just want to say thank you. Gracias to everyone who has supported the show. And if you've been listening for the past few weeks, you know that we are doing a bunch of giveaways to celebrate episode 100. So I do want to tell you about our next giveaway. But before I mention that, It is not too late to leave a voice note to be featured in episode 100. Uh, You have to do it pretty soon because we are running out of time. But if you can leave us a voice note by this Friday, we can see if we can include it in episode 100. So all you have to do is go to LearnSpanishConSalsa.com slash voice. That's LearnSpanishConSalsa.com slash voice and click on the start recording button. All you have to do is say your name, where you're from, and tell us about your number one takeaway from the podcast or share something from your favorite episode. So just go to LearnSpanishConSalsa.com slash voice if you want to be included in our 100th episode in just a few weeks. Now, I want you to mark this date on your calendar. Thursday, November 12th. That is next Thursday, el jueves 12 de noviembre. So next Thursday, November 12th, you are invited to join me for our Learn Spanish with Music Live class. So Learn Spanish with Music Live will be next Thursday, November 12th. And all of the listeners of the Learn Spanish Con Salsa podcast are invited. Now, this is an opportunity for you to learn how you can incorporate learning Spanish with music into your existing Spanish study routine. And it's also an opportunity for you to experience learning Spanish with music the Spanish con salsa way. So we're going to have some fun activities. It will be interactive. Unlike here on the podcast where I get to share a lot of information with you, um, in this class you'll actually be able to ask questions. We'll have some activities to get you speaking and thinking in Spanish and also be testing your listening comprehension. So we'll do that through some games that will really get you using the Spanish that you know and that you learn during the class. So I'm super 
excited. Again, everyone is invited. Next Thursday, November 12th, Learn Spanish with Music in Vivo, so our live class. And if you want to sign up, just register at LearnSpanishConSalsa.com slash live. That's LearnSpanishConSalsa.com slash L-I-V-E for our live class next Thursday, November 12th. Now, if you're thinking about signing up but you can't attend live, no worries. We will have a recording available, but make sure that if you can attend live, you do because we'll be giving away some more prizes all as we count down to our 100th episode. We have some new Spanish resources we're releasing to the public very soon to help you continue to improve your Spanish towards fluency. But if you attend the live class, then you'll be the first to get your hands on our latest Spanish resources before they're available to the general public. So make sure you sign up once again LearnSpanishConSalsa.com slash live. Now let's get to the topic for this week's show. Now we've talked before on the show about how to use the simple future, but today we're going to talk about the actual future tense that has its own separate verb conjugation in Spanish. And actually it's right in the title of the song. So you may have noticed that llorarás comes from the verb llorar which is to cry, right? So not a fun song, right? (laughs) But this is actually conjugated for the future tense. So the real translation of the title of the song, Jororas, is you will cry. So uh, yeah, not an uplifting song, (laughs) but we'll we'll get into the meaning in a minute uh, and I'll break it all down for you so that you understand what he's talking about and why he's telling someone that they are going to cry in the future. But one thing that's really important to note before we get into the lyrics of the song is that the future tense is one of the easiest verb conjugations in Spanish. More often than not, the verbs that are in the future tense are regular verbs. Now, of course, there are some exceptions, and we'll talk about that as well. Uh, But it's really easy because once you know the infinitive of the verb, which is the form that ends with either AR, ER, or IR, so llorar, is the infinitive to cry. As long as you know that form of the verb, the infinitive form, forming the future tense is quite simple. So let's take a look at the verb llorar first, since that's the verb that we have as the title of the song. So as I mentioned, llorarás means you will cry. So what we've done is taken the verb llorar and we've added the ending for the subject tú, which is the informal way of saying you, And we're just adding A-S to the end. So that's llorar as. So llorar, and then you add A-S. Now it is important to note with the future tense, uh, because of the pronunciation rules in Spanish, you have to include an accent over that last vowel. So uh, you actually have to put an accent over the A. So llorar, A con acento. So A with an accent above it, and then S. Okay, llorarás. So that's so that you won't say llorarás, right? You want to say llorarás because it has a different meaning. So llorarás, it's very important to have that stress on the last syllable. That's you will cry. Now, if I want to say I will cry in the future, again, that's a very sad prediction, but <laughs> so hopefully you never actually have to use that one. But if you wanted to say I will cry, you would say llorare, llorare. So we're adding the letter E with an accent over it. Again, so the stress is on the last syllable, which again is very important. Llorare. So I will cry. 
If I wanted to say he will cry or she will cry, I would say llorará, llorará. So the A is added to the end and the accent goes over that last A so that I'll know to put the stress on that last syllable. To say we will cry is lloraremos, lloraremos. So we're adding E-M-O-S at the end of the verb llorar and it's lloraremos. Now, in this case, we won't need an accent because of the pronunciation rules, so we're just adding it to the end of llorar. If I wanted to say they will cry, then it would be llorarán, llorarán. So I'm adding A-N to the end of llorar, and of course, that accent goes over the A to preserve the pronunciation. So those are all the forms for the future tense. And the thing that makes the future tense super easy to conjugate is that those same endings apply whether the verb ends in AR, ER, or IR. So for example, for the verb dormir, which is to sleep, that ends in IR, but it would still be the same. So it would be yo dormiré, I will sleep. Tú dormirás, you will sleep. El, ella, usted. Dormirá. He or she will sleep. Nosotros dormiremos. We will sleep. Ellos, ellas, ustedes dormirán. So again, uh, future tense is super easy. All you have to do is remember those endings and they apply to all verbs, A-R, E-R, and I-R. So I encourage you to try to incorporate that into your conversation if you can, uh, because it's super simple and super easy. Now let's get to the lyrics of the song Llorarás so that you can hear the different ways that Oscar de Leon uses it in the song. So the title of the song is Llorarás, You Will Cry. In the first part of the song, he starts out by saying, Sé que tú no quieres que yo a ti te quiera. Siempre tú me esquivas de alguna manera. Si te busco por aquí, me sales por allá. Lo único que yo quiero es que no me hagas sufrir más. So let's break this down line by line. Sé que tú no quieres. Sé que tú no quieres. So that sé is the verb saber, which is to know, and it's in the first person. So Yo sé que, so I know that, tú no quieres, you don't want. Okay, so he's saying, I know that you don't want, and then he explains what that is he's referring to. Que yo a ti te quiera. Que yo a ti te quiera. Now, this one's a little bit interesting. So, this is two uses of the verb querer. So, he says, tú no quieres, so you don't want. And then he says, que yo a ti te quiera. Now, an easy way to think about this, if we look at the last part first, te quiera is another way of saying te quiero, which, as you know, means I love you or, or I want you. But more, more commonly, te quiero is just a way to say I love you to a family member or someone you're in a relationship with. In this case, it's actually te quiera because he's not saying I love you. He's saying that you don't want me to love you. So tú no quieres que yo, so you don't want that I 
love you. So in this case, the verb querer changes to the subjunctive. And the reason for that is because he's expressing sort of this other person's desire. So he's saying, you know, you don't want me to love you. So because it's the desire of the person that he's talking to, he's saying, te quiera. You don't want me to love you. And this a ti, te quiera, you can think of it like the verb gustar. So you know how you would say, a mi me gusta? So I like. That's a way of putting emphasis, a mi. So I could also say, me gusta, or I could say, a mi me gusta. So in this case, it's similar. A ti te quiera. I know that you don't want me to love you. Sé que tú no quieres que yo a ti te quiera. Siempre tú me esquivas de alguna manera. So siempre is always. Tú me esquivas. So he's saying you avoid me. So tú esquivas is you avoid from the verb esquivar. And the me, he's is referring to himself. So tú me esquivas. So you always avoid me de alguna manera. And that just means in some way or somehow. Like somehow you always manage to avoid me. So siempre tú me esquivas de alguna manera. Si te busco por aquí, me sales por allá. Si te busco por aquí, so if I look for you over here, me sales por allá. So this is like you leave from me or you end up over there. So he's he's basically kind of chasing this woman, right? He's like, look, you don't want me to love you. You're always avoiding me. And if I look for you over here, si te busco por aquí, me sales por allá. You go away from me and you end up over there. <laughs> okay. Lo único que yo quiero es que no me hagas sufrir más. So lo único que yo quiero is the only thing that I want. So this lo único is a way of saying the only thing. It might just sound like the only, right? Lo único. But it's it's a phrase. It's just like I would say lo importante. So like the most important thing. This is very similar. So lo único que yo quiero. So again, he's saying yo for emphasis. The only thing that I want es que no me hagas sufrir más. That you don't make me suffer anymore. So the verb sufrir is to suffer. And no me hagas comes from the verb hacer. So this hagas is the second person informal, so the tu form of the verb hacer, but it is in el subjuntivo. So this is the subjunctive form of the verb hacer in the second person informal, and it's the subjunctive because he's expressing a desire. Okay, so the only thing I want is that you don't make me suffer anymore. So Yo quiero, all right? So that's like your your cue that it triggers the subjunctive because he's expressing a desire. So he doesn't know that this person is going to make him stop suffering, unfortunately. So he's saying, Lo único que yo quiero es que no me hagas sufrir más. O tú no me hagas sufrir más. So the tú is not necessary because we know that hagas is the second person. So he's talking directly to this person. I, the only thing that I want is that you don't make me suffer anymore. And the anymore in this case is just más. Okay, no quiero sufrir más. Uh, quiero que no me haga sufrir más. So anymore. And then he says, oye bien, which is just listen up, listen well. Por tu mal comportamiento. Por tu mal comportamiento. So for your bad behavior or because of your bad behavior. 
Te vas a arrepentir. Te vas a arrepentir. So taking that as a full phrase, it means you are going to be sorry, right? Or you're going to regret this. So the verb arrepentir is to regret or to be sorry for. And this te vas a, so you are going to be sorry. Bien caro tendrás que pagar todo mi sufrimiento. Bien caro, so that's like uh, quite a high price, right? So it's going to be expensive. <laughs> tendrás que pagar, so you, you will have to pay todo mi sufrimiento. So you have to pay a high price for all of my suffering. Llorarás y llorarás. So you will cry and you will cry. Sin nadie que te consuele. Without anyone to console you. So this consuele comes from the verb consolar, which is to console, which is very similar to um, how it would be used in English. Así te darás de cuenta que si te engañan duele. Así te darás de cuenta si te engañan duele. So this así means something like this is how or that way or like that. So um, he's saying kind of just like that or this is the way that te darás de cuenta. So this is uh, you will realize que si te engañan duele. That if they deceive you or if you're cheated on, it hurts, right? So duele comes from doler, which is to, to be in pain or it's a hurt. And te engañan is from the verb engañar, which is to deceive or in a relationship to, to cheat on someone, all right? So a few things I wanted to point out in this section about the future tense. So we have the future tense of the verb tener in tendrás que pagar. So you will have to pay. And notice this is not just the verb tener, but this is actually the full phrase tener que, which indicates that you will have to or you must do something, right? So in the future tense, it's tendrás que. So you may notice, you know, you might be thinking, why isn't it tenerás or something like that? Well, Tener is an infamously irregular verb, so it's also irregular in the future tense. It's one of the rare exceptions to that rule because most verbs in the future tense are actually regular verbs, but there are some irregular verbs and this just happens to be one of them. So instead of tenerás, it's actually tendrás. So you will have to pay. And then this te darás de cuenta. So this is the expression darse cuenta which, again, literally, you know, you wouldn't really translate it word for word. You know, it's got the verb dar in there, but it's in a reflexive form. So dar usually means to give. But in this case, we won't really try to translate it that way. We're just going to look at darse cuenta as a full phrase. So normally when you say darse cuenta, you're going to uh, conjugate it. And also after that, you'll say de que. So, for example... Me doy cuenta de que no tengo mucho dinero. So I realize that I don't have a lot of money. Or te das cuenta de que no quieres ir. So you realize that you don't want to go. So those are forms in the present tense. But in the future tense, instead of saying te das cuenta de que, I would say te darás 
cuenta de que. So you will realize that instead of you realize that in the present tense. And again, in this case, he's talking to someone. He's really forecasting what will happen if they continue to treat him the way <laughs> they are treating him. But those are a few examples of uh, uses of the future tense that are also used within phrases that you may have already been familiar with, but maybe you just hadn't heard it used before in a full phrase. So I hope you have enjoyed uh, this small breakdown. Again, I didn't go through the full lyrics, but if you sign up for our Learn Spanish with Music course, and I'll give you some details about that uh, in just a few weeks coming up, we will be doing a promotion. Uh, but this class is actually included or this song is actually included within the course and we do a full breakdown uh, give you some of the vocabulary and you also get a chance to practice using uh, some of these um, phrases that you're learning and the future tense in general uh, in context so coming up very soon you will have the opportunity to learn how you can sign up for the learn spanish with music course so make sure you are subscribed to the podcast so you'll be the first to find out when we open up the learn spanish with music course for enrollment so whatever app you're listening to this podcast on right now whether it's spotify apple Podcasts, click the subscribe button favorite this podcast so that you will see all of our new episodes each and every tuesday pop up in your podcast feed and don't forget if you want to join us for our learn spanish with music live class next thursday november 12th go to learnspanishconsalsa.com slash live i will be limiting the number of spaces in the class because i want it to be interactive and give everyone an opportunity to have a chance to ask questions and to get some practice speaking spanish so i have to limit the class so if you're thinking about it and you're on the fence just go right now to learnspanishconsalsa.com slash live. Do not procrastinate. <laughs> Sign up before all the spots go away. And I look forward to seeing you in the class live. As always, I hope that something you heard in this episode of the podcast has helped you go one step closer from Spanish beginner to bilingual. Hasta la próxima. Thank you for listening to the Learn Spanish Con Salsa podcast at LearnSpanishConSalsa.com.